0: And uh, Q&A that we did there, really fun to spend about 45 minutes probably uh, Q&A with uh, the coach. Then we did, reprised that uh, Q&A in San Antonio. Uh, and great Baylor groups at both places. Let me tell you that. I mean, the group in Dallas, uh, Doug Furch, uh, Rob Ingram said, was about 350, which was a great crowd. And they really did give him a standing ovation as uh, as I introduced him to start the night. And then in San Antonio, Aaron, they uh, hope to have about a hundred. They had 150 plus and basically had to shut down the registration because the room they had at the um, the quarry golf cor- course uh, couldn't hold anymore. I mean, it was completely packed.
1: That's so great to hear. It, it is. Really it's, is.
0: Really, it's really, to me, good signs that people are excited about Baylor football, Coach Aranda, being back together. You know, these are the first events we've had really in about a year and a half, uh, Baylor-wise, uh, where you could invite people to come and hear the coach and see him in person so that's what we have in the open there is Baylor football opens fall camp tomorrow coming up tomorrow uh they start fall practice and we are under one month from the start of the season yesterday was the one month mark September 4th the season opener for Baylor on the road against Texas State all right, uh, glad you're with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton. You heard Aaron's name in the open there, Aaron. Uh, we've got some new audio from our voice guy, Cayman. So uh, you, you're you're. Uh,
1: I'm honored. Yeah, really. I yes. was like, wait, wait, yeah. what?
0: No, no, it's it's big. Uh, so uh, forevermore, as you and I are here together, uh, you'll hear that in the open. So that's a big step, right? When you get the voice guy to say your name,
1: it is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was uh, pretty excited when I heard that.
0: So there you go. So there it is, and uh, we are off and running on this Thursday. Talk some football. Uh We will talk uh, football on a couple of fronts today. Baylor football, of course, we've mentioned. Coach Dave Miranda. They begin practice tomorrow. The other football on campus is Baylor soccer, and they began practice a couple of days ago. So they are three days in. And Coach Paul Johnson will join us. Baylor soccer coach will join us as we look ahead to the new season. A lot of promise with Baylor soccer this year. Picked seventh in the preseason poll, but I, I don't know. I mean, it. Uh, in talking to some players today, Taylor Moon and Jen Want, and then uh, Coach Jobson, didn't seem to bother them one bit that they were picked uh, seventh out of the ten schools in the preseason poll. Uh, They just said, you know, that's what somebody, we don't even look at that, is basically what they said. But we'll talk about all that with Coach Paul Jobson coming up. This is uh, a milestone season for Baylor soccer, the 25th year of the program. They started in 1996, and this is season number 25 for Baylor soccer at Baylor. Of course, they won the first ever Big 12 championship uh, for Baylor, uh, and that was in 1998. And uh, we'll talk to, we'll ask Coach Jobson his thoughts. They're really, Aaron. They're the first sport to get going, practice-wise. They'll be the first sport to uh, tee it up and and play. Uh, in their case, a match. Uh, you know, they'll they'll tee it off before volleyball, before football begins this year. So uh, first, really, the first time. We've had a chance to talk to a Baylor coach about the uh, ongoing uh, realignment, uh, potential realignment, and how that might look and his thoughts on that and how does he approach it with his team. So we'll ask Coach Jobson about that as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously everybody's main focus is football, but it affects everybody. Yeah. Everything all, all across the entire athletic department, it, 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 it could have a huge ripple effect.
0: Yeah, very much so. And and you're right. Everybody looks at it as a football thing, you know? And and it is you know, football's the engine, football is driving all of this, but it does affect every other sport. And uh and, and you think about you know, you think about uh you know, what if the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve reach some sort of scheduling alliance or whatever is going on there? You know, if that happens, what about a a uh, Thursday night soccer match in Corvallis, Oregon for Bay? You know, I mean, that's that has huge ramifications. What your conference looks like, you know, how widespread it is and the travel implications that go with it.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, when you're talking, uh, you know, that's say the big big 12 and the Pac-12 did merge. You yeah. know, that's a, that's a long trip for a volleyball game or yeah. a baseball game. Yeah. or in, You know. Football game, any of it, right? Any I of mean, them. I mean, football yeah. is a little easier because there's so few games. Right. But when you when you have the the bit the longer schedules with more games like volleyball and basketball, it's it's. You're talking about a lot of travel and a lot of money.
0: Yep. Football is uh, is the least travel of any of the sports. I mean, they have, uh, like Baylor this year, has 12 games. Seven of those are home games. So you got five road trips. And even that, you know, travel for football is go on a Friday, play on Saturday, and charter back home on Saturday evening, uh, depending on what time the game is. But, uh, you know, it is the least travel of all of these. So as you think about realignment and uh, the scheduling alliances that are being being talked about you know think about a again a, a Wednesday night uh women's basketball game in uh, in Los Angeles or something you know think about those kind of things uh that should factor in and and will to some extent factor into the decision All right, Big 12 has released its um, um, top uh, or its preseason poll for the year. West Virginia picked to win the league again this year. Eighth time in the last nine years, West Virginia is the favorite to win. Uh, Obviously, a very solid program, uh, but they received five first place votes, 74 total. Only one point behind is TCU. TCU uh, with 73 points and four first place votes. So, TCU. See you right there uh, in second in the preseason poll, Big 12 soccer. Oklahoma State is third, Texas Tech fourth. Texas is fifth, and they received the uh, other remaining first place vote, but fifth overall, Kansas six, Baylor seven, Iowa State eight, Oklahoma nine, and Kansas State ten is the way it shakes out in the preseason poll. For Baylor, they begin uh, practices underway. They're doing uh, double days right now with a meeting in the middle of the day. And uh, then they've got a, a couple of uh, exhibition matches before the season begins. One exhibition match at home, August 12th, a and Corpus Christi, 7 o'clock at Betty Lou Mays Field, and then one on the road at Texas A&M, August 15th, in College Station at 7 p.m. Then the season begins August 19th at uh, Minnesota at 6 p.m. So we're sitting here on, uh, what's today, August 5th. So two weeks from today, Baylor Soccer opens the season. So that is... Uh hitting the ground running and getting started quickly with practice and then uh, getting the season going as well for them. All right, we're off and running as well on this Thursday afternoon. Do appreciate you being with us this afternoon. Uh, Thank you guys for covering for me yesterday, Aaron, uh, you and Tom and Matt Mosley, and uh, it was a very, very nice uh, memorial service for uh, Wes Wellborn, uh, my son-in-law, Art's uh, dad, who passed away uh, from COVID complications on Saturday, but a very, very nice service, and man, he has family uh, from all over that uh, all made their way to Waco, Uh, a bunch from West Texas, uh, a bunch of his family are out there, and then a a pocket of his uh, relatives from Tennessee, and they were all here, and it was so fun to get to uh, be around them, and really, some of them meet for the First time. Um, most of them had been here for Manny and Art's wedding four years ago, but, um, uh, and, and I'm sure I met some of I'm sure I met them then and met them again here this past uh, week. But great to have them in Waco and a very very nice memorial service uh, for Wes yesterday uh, at First Woodway. And uh, thanks to the hospitality at First Woodway and everyone there. And Wes uh, was pastoring a small church in Moody, and that that little church probably less than fifty members total. Uh, they really banded together and they provided a meal for the family before the service yesterday that was greatly appreciated and a nice spray of flowers from that church as well. So very, very nice. Uh, everyone uh, and your thoughts and prayers are greatly appreciated. And, uh, you know, like I think I said this uh, earlier, but Wes and his wife, Kimberly, uh, Wellborn, who had passed away previously, she uh, they are together again. And that is a wonderful thought to know that they are together and to know we'll all be re- reunited again together in heaven. So thanks again, you guys for covering that yesterday. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Paul Jobson coming up in a bit. Baylor soccer coach, practice underway for the new season. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D M R A Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive.
2: Where Waco gets engaged.
3: This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm chief meteorologist Mike Horn. We'll see partly sunny skies today with a 30% chance of scattered showers and maybe an isolated storm. Highs top out at 92 degrees. Becoming partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 72 and partly cloudy tomorrow with a 20% chance of rain into a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
4: This is Dallas Cowboys football ball. 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. here. Dick ball by Prescott. Man all alone with the goal line. CD land. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Thursday night. It's your Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers live from Canton, Ohio on this Dallas Cowboys radio
2: network station. It's the Cowboys and the Steelers Thursday night at six on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout
4: equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Shipments of unique one-of-a-kind rustic furniture and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trade & Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets. Buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last and it's priced to move. They offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trade & Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803.
3: As you know, we have something special down here at Birdland this evening. A recording for Blue Note Records.
0: Back with us, John Morris Show continues. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. Do appreciate you being with us today. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Hey, they are open right now in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. Uh, they are open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon, 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Also a location in Bryan. Keep this in mind uh, if you're building a a metal building or a barn dominium or uh, something like that hottest thing going these days well the guys at pioneer steel and pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in central texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction they are basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs remember they deliver and unload Who is it? It's Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943 on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, uh Aaron, there is uh football tonight, NFL football tonight. How about that? The Cowboys and the Steelers, uh the uh, Hall of Fame game from Canton, Ohio comes up this evening. Uh what's your uh what's your excitement level? How uh, interested are you in this first preseason, I'm sorry, exhibition game?
1: It was actually zero, but I'm a Cowboys fan. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, after that you're you're talking people that or either A, fighting to make the roster, or B, probably won't make the roster. Right. So I want to watch the first quarter, maybe a little more, maybe the first half, um, but definitely the second half, you're going to see guys that you won't see during the regular season, more than likely.
0: That's true. If you want to see guys that you know or names that you recognize, uh, you better catch it from the beginning because they're not going to play a lot. Now, am I right that Dak Prescott is not going to play at all this evening? He's still got that shoulder. He's not even
1: making the trip. Oh, he didn't make the trip. I'm pretty sure that's what I read.
0: Right, right. So... Uh, you know, people are anxious to see him back on the field uh, after that horrific injury from a year ago, uh, but they're going to have to wait just a little bit. Maybe, uh, I wonder how much he'll play in any of the preseason games. You know, I wonder if you just make. He's got to get some time, though. He's got to get his timing down. He's been out for a while. Um, at some point, they got to get him some snaps in game action.
1: Yeah, and uh, I don't know when that's going to be. That, yeah. that the, When I first heard about it, I was like, that doesn't sound right. And then when it, you know, what was it, a week and a half later, oh, we're just going to, you know, we're going to slow down the timetable and <laughs> we're going to not rush him back. You're like, something doesn't add up. Right. I mean, it, it sounds not good if you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. And maybe I'm overreacting. I hope I am. But I've, I've heard a lot of people in the business say the same thing uh, and a lot of ex-players, it's including Michael Irvin yesterday Yeah. Uh, when Matt Mosley talked to him. He said, he said his gait's different. Hmm. When, you know, when he said uh he, he said it just looks like something's not right. And uh so I, I'm a little worried.
0: Yeah. I hope he uh I hope he comes back one hundred percent. But again, you don't know. And and to be honest, he doesn't know until he gets back on the field because he's just been Went through the surgery and has been going through the rehab, and uh, he's got to get back out there, and he's got to take a hit, and he's got to know in his own mind that, uh, you know, that he's okay.
1: Right, and it's just so weird. It's on his throwing shoulder, but it's not like it got injured in practice. He didn't get hit. I mean, you know, did he injure it, you know, working out, um, which can happen easily. Right. Um, You just wonder what happened. because, I mean, if baseball, pitchers, it happens all the time. But you really, uh, except for Ben Roethlisberger, maybe, the year before last, right. when he had to have elbow surgery. Right. You just don't hear about a lot of arm problems for quarterbacks. Right. Just because it's not the same as pitching. It just doesn't take the yeah, same toll, you know. Yeah, so that's true. That's another thing that worried me. Yeah. You don't hear, hey, his throwing arm, you know, there's it's sore and uh, he, he can't throw right now.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Cowboys-Steelers coming up tonight, uh, Hall of Fame game, Canton, Ohio. Uh, Being the first game, I think a lot of people might tune in who otherwise, you know, wouldn't really care, but the first game of the year, and my son was uh, here again for the funeral yesterday, and he was making the point, uh, we got football this week, we'll have football every week now till February. (laughs) Somebody, you know, at some level is playing football now till February. So it has it has started as of tonight.
1: Yeah, that's pretty. Amazing. <laughs>
0: who has we've got the game? Uh, the radio broadcast tonight. Um, who has TV for this game?
1: I will have to look. Yeah, at I don't. Know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my, usually, uh, well, I don't want to say. I mean, just in case it changed. Right. It had, in previous years. Uh, for for preseason games, it's usually Fox. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know if it, that's the same this year.
0: I know. All right, we'll check. We'll figure that out. Um, that shows you how.
1: Especially with it being the Hall of Fame game, that may make a difference yeah, also. Yeah,
0: true. Shows you how plugged in I am. (laughs) I don't even know where the game is coming up this evening. But uh, we'll take a look. We'll figure that out. We'll pass that along to you. And it comes up tonight. Cowboys and Steelers, we know this. You can catch the radio broadcast uh, with the great Brad Sham here tonight, uh, beginning at 6 o'clock with their pre-game show coming up this evening. Um, Let's see. I know it's not on ESPN, so... uh, we got no ESPN for that game this evening. And listen to Brad Sham tonight, and think about this: Brad has not done a game since. When did the Cowboys finish? December, mm-hmm. January, whenever they finished, he hadn't done a game since then. And listen to Brad Sham, and he'll be in mid-season form.
1: It's I, I've said this uh, a few times, but if you are a uh, Cowboys and Rangers fan, I, I hope you realize how lucky you, you are and have been. Uh, because Brad Sham and Eric Nadell are just absolutely two of the best that, that have ever done it. I mean, they're just both so great. Um, you know, the Rangers. I don't know if you know, but the Rangers aren't very good this year. <laughs> I, can't I, have, have I haven't that. watched hardly any yes. of the tv broadcasts maybe a few innings but I, i've listened a lot on the radio right just because i love to hear eric Nadel call a baseball game. i agree completely i yeah. can enjoy that even with a terrible ranger team <laughs> yeah. and that's so I, I i've listened to quite a few games you know driving <laughs> and and uh and i prefer i try it's, it's hard to get it synced up sometimes yeah but i try to listen to brad sham's you know, radio broadcasts A lot of while I'm do. watching the TV oh, yeah. broadcast. It's just so do. much better,
0: right? And you're exactly right. That that speaks to how good Eric nadell is. That he he uh, you know even if it's bad baseball, he makes it sound so good that you want to listen to the broadcast.
1: Well, and one thing uh, MLB.com will do, you know, they have highlights. You mm-hmm. know, especially when you walk it off or, or something. Yeah. You know, strike out twelve or uh, well, uh, few. Uh, oh, what was it? I was. Uh, over the weekend where the, the Rangers? Rangers had yeah, the two, two walk-offs. walk-offs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, first, they they'll, if it's a TV game, they'll put up the TV call immediately. But then later on, they'll go back and they'll add the local play-by-play call. Yeah. And I just, I go to that highlight just to hear Eric Dadell call the walk you know, both yeah. of those walk-offs. Yeah. I went, Just for that purpose, it's so great.
0: That's great. Yep, I agree with you. And Brad Sham, listen tonight and and think this is his first game and it's an exhibition game, first game he's done of the year. But again, he'll be in mid season form. And sounds like you know that he uh, you know never took a break from doing games every week. So that broadcast, the Cowboys broadcast uh, tonight here on ESPN Central Texas Television is on Fox tonight. So you're right, Aaron. TV uh, on Fox. Uh, Fox 44 here in Central Texas for the Cowboys and the Steelers, the exhibition opener coming up this evening. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll be joined by Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Practice is underway for a new season. The season begins, the actual season after a couple of exhibitions. The season begins two weeks from tonight. So uh, they are uh, getting after it uh, over there at Betty Lou Mays Field, which, by the way, we were there this morning doing interviews, and if there is a better-looking um uh, gra- natural grass surface anywhere. You tell me where it is, cause that the pitch there at Betty Lou Mays Field looks unbelievable.
1: Well, and you know, uh, that's 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 what I tell people all the time who haven't seen it, who mm-hmm. haven't been to Waco. I have relatives, and if we start talking college athletics, just I was like, no, you just need to drive down University Parks yeah. and see all the facilities all together. You know, with the with the the actual school buildings on the other side i mean it's just it's just gorgeous and it's some it's a, it's all top notch facilities. It's, yeah. it's great to be a, a, a Baylor fan and see that and show that to people. Oh,
0: it is in such great shape. Visit with Paul Johnson when we come back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton were brought to you in part by the Greenup Agency. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, David Greenup, put his experience to work for you. Greenup Agency proudly serves the Greater Waco families and businesses. Get smarter about your insurance. Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency. Two five four eight five five. Eighty-eight,
2: eighty-nine. Recently on the Matt Mosley show, Brett
4: Zorneman joining us right now from the Houston
5: Chronicle. I then sought out Commissioner Greg Sankey, you know, and and uh, found him on Red Radio Road down there, and he looked at me like, "Where did you hear that?" You know, and <laughs> and then uh, essentially he said, "Well, you know, rumors have been swirling." And then he said, "Yeah, no comment." You know that because and at that point, you know, then we're trying to get uh, reaction from from especially Texas
2: and then and then OU. Matt Mosley, weekdays at three p.m.
1: Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all-natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information.
4: At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam.
3: I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away.
4: See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts
5: with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
5: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovak Sausage and West. In Olympic basketball, USA beat Australia 97 to 78 and will play for the gold medal tomorrow versus France. Unvaccinated college athletes could be tested weekly for COVID 19, wear a mask in most situations, and be quarantined if exposed to the virus, while vaccinated individuals should not be tested routinely, according to the NCAA's latest health and safety recommendations. Astros split the series with the Dodgers and host the Twins tonight. 7-10 first pitch. Rangers in an afternoon game today with the Angels. NFL gets underway tonight with the Hall of Fame game from Canton, Ohio with the Cowboys and the Steelers. And you can catch that game on ESPN Central
2: Texas. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. To the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Yeah, I think there's been a lot of excitement around just kind of getting back to what we think we remember it being. You know, with uh, it's been just great uh, having community again. I mean, team dinners and uh, you know, training the entire team together, sort of breaking into small groups. Um, The opportunity to have a full stadium. All those things are a lot of excitement and just kind of a buzz around training right now. Just With a lot of that, you know, in our minds of, man, it's just going to get back to what we're used to. It's time now for our
2: visit with Baylor soccer coach, Paul Jobson. He is the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson
0: back with us john morris show on this thursday as promised we are joined by baylor soccer coach paul jobson coach jobson about to begin his ninth season here at baylor and looking forward to it practice is already underway a couple of exhibition games and then the regular season begins two weeks from tonight welcome in uh coach jobson from uh, around uh, the complex there at betty lou mays field coach appreciate you being on with us
3: yeah thanks for having me on it's crazy we're uh getting going here and crazy to hear how many days and are, are less until we have an actual match but we're we're excited and it's great to be talking with you because that means we are rolling <laughs>
0: that's right how about this one how sobering is this one week until your first exhibition game how about that
3: yeah let's go right, yeah, <laughs> right. Like Stepping right into it and get getting going but i know that you know this time last year you know we're sitting around wondering you know when we were going to play uh, and then had, you know, about a month before we played our first match. There was some good and bad to that, obviously. But, you know, right now I think we're really excited to, to get out and play some soccer against some, some other opponents. How uh,
0: how different is it this year compared to last year? And how great is it, you know, to be face-to-face and your teams together and all of those things that, you know, I guess we all took for granted up until last year.
3: Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here looking at at some things. And, you know, we've got, I think, 27 – on our roster, uh, 15 of those players have never been through a real season. Wow. Um, So, you know, had a big freshman class last year and added a few more this year. So, there's, you know, half the team that doesn't know what a a two-game week, two games in a week looks like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're not used to the short turnaround, but there's some excitement to that, too. But yeah, I mean, we've taken, you know, one of the things that we've said kind of coming into this is that, you know, when there is, you know, I hate to say tragedy, but there's some tragedy involved and it kind of wakes you up a little bit. I think it does uh, help you realize what you have taken for granted. I think a lot of us said that through COVID, it's kind of sharp with us a bit to know what are the things that really are important to us and what isn't. And I think these girls coming back, you know, that have the experience of, of having had, you know, a 20 game season and playing two games in a week, uh, you know, realize the experience that we missed out on uh, over COVID. So those girls are definitely excited about it, uh, getting back to, back to normal and just being able to be more together as a community.
0: Part of that is, uh, I think you've got three uh, players back. Uh, Jen Watt, your goalkeeper, is one of those that would have been finished, you know, with their Baylor career. But you've got them back for another year.
3: Yeah, you know, we always say in our industry we get kids right where we want them, and then they graduate. You know? <laughs> so we're fortunate to have, uh, you know, Jen, Jen Watt, Sarah Norman, and, and Ashley Henderson, who's now Ashley asking us, by the way.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Back. So if you see a new name on the roster, it's new name same face so we're excited to have those three back uh veteran leadership you know all three leaders that play you know goalkeeper center back center mid just right up the spine of our field um just kind of anchoring us down with a lot of you know a lot of youngsters around them so yeah definitely excited to have those those three back
0: so with the marriage uh is this another of the uh betty Lou uh baylor ballpark uh marriages
3: it is, it is. It is, isn't it? Going through the tried and true tradition of uh, <laughs> Baylor baseball and Baylor soccer and holy matrimony.
0: <laughs> how, how many of those? I mean, we've had a bunch of these lately.
3: Well, we can go back to Cody Hall at least.
0: At there least, you go. As, far as yep. my
3: mind goes back, to, yep. it, to figure that out. And but Jenny. Uh huh. And yep, absolutely. So we've got uh, <laughs> got quite a few over over the years. So That's I think we need good. to get together for. Uh, our alumni weekend we need to we need to, <laughs> and I need to get together to get our alumni weekend
2: together that's
0: exactly yeah, exactly you need to schedule that on the same weekend <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. really fun that we is really our
3: events obviously so that they can rotate the children amongst the, <laughs> the <two
0: parents>. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's a good call um what do uh i think we talk about this each year when when you start practice you're you're sort of handicapped by I guess it's the NCAA, I don't know, it's the way the rules are, uh, that you can't be around your student-athletes over the summer. Uh, you know, I think about Coach Drew and the basketball guys. They're here, they're working out, they don't play till October, but you can't be with your girls uh, until practice starts, which was this week. Uh, is there any uh, progress in maybe changing that as we move forward?
3: Well, I hope so, and I hope one of the things that comes out of all the, the COVID is, you know, the health and wellness piece that, you know, the NCAA says they really care a lot about, but I think they and choose the rules that, you know, that they put forward with that. Our girls are definitely at a health and wellness detriment when you give them a plan over the summer and you're not allowed to check in with them to make sure that they're okay. You can't watch them train. We can't work with them on campus. Um, you know, they get here in July, and our strength coach can work with them, but there's no soccer skill going on until – you know august 2nd and then we play an exhibition on the 12th so you know it's ready or not here we come there is a lot of responsibility on their shoulders to get done what they need to during the summer some do some don't but you know i don't think we put our kids in the best situation to be successful by one not allowing coaches to work with them or you know starting our season so early but you know if you push it back then you're running into you know christmas and winter and, and whatnot but a few hours we're not looking for 20 hours a week like Mm -hmm. we get during the season but if we had four or eight hours in a week just to check in with them to make sure that they're healthy and and able to move appropriately and stay in fit i think we put them in a better place to be successful
0: man i would think so also paul jobson with us baylor soccer coach uh what 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 do your girls do over the summer what's a normal summer i mean uh are they playing all summer they take a break and then gear back up what's it like
3: Yeah, you know, this summer was a little bit different only because, you know, our season extended through the spring last year. You know, so we we didn't even have kind of a a regular spring either. We played real matches um, in the spring. So they shut down probably a little bit more um, than they normally would at the beginning of the summer just because of how heavy and intense things were running through the end of the spring. But, you know, they left here and and went home, and, you know, some have internships, and they're balancing that with their their training regiment. They have a training plan that they stick to. Some will join a team for the summer. Some are familiar with you know, the Summer Baseball League and right. similar with soccer um, around the country, and some will do that. And some will just go home uh, and train with their former club teams and club coaches to, and work with per- personal trainers um, doing private lessons and whatnot. So everybody has a different plan, and we talk about it before they leave, what's going to be the best avenue for them to be you know, the most ready when they show up.
0: Gotcha. And is that, I mean, like first day of practice, that's what you have to determine, right? All right. What kind of shape are you in? Uh, Is that kind of one of the first orders of business when you get going?
3: Yeah. The first thing we do is we run a, you know, we run a fitness test to see where everybody's fitness level is. I mean, everybody that knows soccer knows that soccer is a running sport. It's 90 minutes. There's no timeouts. There's, you know, a break in the middle, 245s. But you know, our kids are average, you know, six, seven. Some some kids nine miles in a game. Wow. Um, and it's it's not just long distance running; it's stopping and starting and moving. So, you know, they have a plan over the summer to get them to a certain point on a fitness test we want to see them at that we think will set them up to be successful. To then then get soccer fit uh, once they arrive. So we've got to get to a point where we've got about ninety percent where they need to be, and then we take the next week or two to get them the last ten percent so that they're ready to to play ninety minute matches.
0: Paul, last year uh, you had so many freshmen. I think it was it six freshmen starters last year, and, and you referred to it as a Mulligan season. You know, with uh, yep. I mean the results count, but uh, it was so so off uh, with partial fall schedule, partial spring schedule, and then everybody gets an extra year even out of that. Uh, with so many young players, uh, can that work in your favor that they basically basically they got a free year, their first year here at Baylor with the coach. COVID year
3: yeah and I, you know, I refer to it as a as a mulligan and that you know it, it, it the, the results absolutely counted but as an individual you know if you take a swing on the golf course you take a mulligan you're going to learn from that swing and get back to go back and do it again so these players got a fair chance to play games that really mattered against opponents that were amazing right we played a big 12 schedule in the fall and then played some great teams again in the spring We've got some real experience um, and then, but didn't count towards their four years. So they're going to get, you know, five years of soccer. So while they're coming in really as a freshman on the soccer field, you know, on the roster, they're they're considered maybe a first year soccer player. They're coming in with a full year of experience. So, you know, every team has that obviously. But I think the fact that we were starting six of our freshmen, uh, they're coming in basically as as sophomores uh, with with four years of experience left uh, in their career. So we're excited about that. They got some great life lessons. Um, and soccer lessons during, during our year of COVID, and I think it's prepared them to, to be ready. It'll be a little bit different. Obviously, they've got to be able to perform two games in, in a week instead of one, um, but I think there's some, some excitement. So you tell an athlete, hey, you get to play more games, they're going to get excited.
0: You know, when I think back on last year, I mean, the record will show, and it's in the record books. Three, three, and three was how you finished. But I remember all those double overtime matches that you had last year. What was it? Your first four of the year last year were double overtime.
3: Yeah, something like that, and that's pretty standard with with Baylor soccer over the, the years that we've been here. We're an overtime team, and uh, so so yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's what it was. We 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 like we like playing. So I think what we talked about during <laughs> that time was that. we're not playing as many games. We're going to play as many minutes as possible.
0: All right, let me ask you this. Uh, So you're the first program for sport at Baylor to get going. So you're the first coach we get a chance to talk to, really. Football begins practice. The other football gets uh, practice going tomorrow. Uh, With all of the uh, realignment news that's out there in Texas and Oklahoma apparently leaving us uh, and heading to the SEC, how do you – do you address that with your team? How do you address that? And what do you think, you know, the season might be like, you know, with Texas No U still in the Big 12 this year?
3: Yeah, you know, we haven't really talked about it as a team. I mean, we've been in some individual side conversations uh, amongst some players who are more curious than others. You know, obviously the some of the older players, it won't affect them, uh, but some of the younger ones, it, it may. And then, of course, on the recruiting trail, you're getting questions. But, you know, 10 years ago we went through something pretty similar, um, and, and, you know, Baylor came through that really, really well, and we've had a ton of success post that last transition. So you kind of rely on your experience and, and look forward to not looking too far ahead to what's coming because we've got to be uh, in the moment and what we're doing and not be distracted by it. But I think mean, it does raise the level of competition a little bit. You know, there's a little – you know, you have some, some bonds there with those teams that – some you know, some competition that goes so far back that Uh, you know you hope that those things can continue but you know we'll see where it lands but um, you know we've got to we've got to face this season where it is and do our best to 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 put our best foot forward and win the conference no matter who who we're playing.
0: Yep, very good. All right, exhibition uh, at home on August 12th against A&M Corpus Christi uh, on the road at A&M August 15th, and then the season opener August 19th at Minnesota two weeks from today. Uh, you got a lot of work to do. We're going to let you go. We're going to let you go back to work. But uh, appreciate your time this afternoon.
3: Yeah, thanks, J Mo. Always appreciate talking to you and looking, really looking forward to having everybody back out at the Lou this year.
0: Yeah, us too. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jamal. Coach Paul Jobson with us, Baylor Soccer Coach. They are off and running with their preseason practices in this, the uh, 25th season of Baylor Soccer. Program began in 1996, and uh, Baylor Soccer was the first ever Big 12 championship program at Baylor. Uh, Randy Waldrum was the coach when Baylor won the Big 12 in 1998. And here we are, uh, 25 years after the inception of the program and getting going again for the new season. August 12th, again, the X exhibition opener against Texas A&M Corpus Christi at Betty Lou Mays Field and uh, as things stand right now uh, Aaron full capacity um, you know right now no reason to limit capacity at the Lou so uh, that's going to be great to have fans back again.
1: Yeah it's going to be nice um, in every sport you know to 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 see those fans I mean it, it was nice that we got to enjoy sports still last year but It's just not the same, you know. I mean, I know the – like the NFL and and college football game broadcast piped in noises, you know, um, but –
0: It is not the same. No, full (laughs) stands
1: and cheering and – it makes a difference, you know, yeah. it really does. Yeah, Especially very for the home teams.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And just to allow fans to come back, you know, that's going to be big. We had we had limited fans last year for soccer, but uh, should be full go 100% at Betty Lou Mays Field again this year. Appreciate Coach Jobson being on with us. They are right now, uh, so they do a morning practice, he said, about 7 a.m., which actually, weather-wise, uh, you know, this week has been really nice at 7 a.m. They do an evening practice about 6.30 and a little, little warm, but not as warm as it has been in years past. And then they have an in-the-locker-room uh, uh, in, uh, in the locker room study session in the middle of the day. So uh, two practices on the field, three total, as they get their preseason camp underway this week. Take a break. Back with more in a moment. Wrap things up. Uh, look ahead. Share some birthdays with you all the that when we come back john morris show from the Allen samuels studios returns in a moment here on espn central texas
4: this is dallas cowboys football 2021 prescott in the gun they blitz elliot picks that up only heard here Dick ball by prescott man all with the goal line all season 43 yards a touchdown Thursday night, it's your Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers live from Canton, Ohio, on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
2: It's the Cowboys and the Steelers Thursday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Tune in to John Morris' Big 12 football previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie, George's Restaurant and Catering, and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 football previews, weekdays, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas
5: Zero Gravity Gymnastics, home of the USA Gymnastics, Acrobatics, and Tumbling National Champions, wants you to be on their winning team. They're now enrolling for t teams ages 5 to 18, beginners to advanced levels. And this month, get the Olympic Special. $25 off your first month. Zero Gravity's Acro and Tumbling teams are led by former AT college athletes and USAG competitive team coaches. And this month, get the Olympic Special with $25 off your first month. Don't wait. Enroll your child now to learn tumbling, acro, and more. Call now 254 2325. 254-235-7870. That's 254-235-7870. 0 Gravity Gymnastics.
0: My
2: house has a new glow. I love my
5: Universal That's Universal Windows or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie list reviews. I love
2: my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
5: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovak Sausage and West. In Olympic basketball, USA beat Australia 97 to 78 and will play for the gold medal tomorrow versus France. Unvaccinated college athletes could be tested weekly for COVID 19, wear a mask in most situations, and be quarantined if exposed to the virus, while vaccinated individuals should not be tested routinely, according to the NCAA's latest health and safety recommendations. Astros split the series with the Dodgers and host the Twins tonight 710 first pitch Rangers in an afternoon game today with the Angels NFL gets underway tonight with the Hall of Fame game from Canton, Ohio with the Cowboys and the Steelers and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas kickoff is at 7 o'clock
2: SportsCenter every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas
0: Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Thursday afternoon. Appreciate uh, Coach Paul Jobson being on with us, Baylor soccer. Uh, is uh, practicing, uh, preparing for the new season for sport at Baylor to uh, begin the new season. Practice-wise and game-wise, they'll be the first as well. Hey, this just in, uh, within the past hour from ESPN, uh, we had heard about this, and now it's official. Uh, Robert Griffin III going to work for ESPN uh, to do uh, game commentary. And, man, is is he going to be great at that. Don't you think he's just made for that?
1: <laughs> Yeah, he's perfect. He's, uh, you know, being an ex-NFL uh, quarterback for so long and uh, as, as smart as he is, um, I think it'll be a lot like watching uh, Tony Romo call games. I think he's going to be there telling you, hey, they're about to run a screen, yeah. you know, because, I mean, he knows <laughs> the game that
0: well. So, pretty cool to watch there. He did put into his contract, he wrote in there a clause that if he has an opportunity to go back and play again, that'll get him out of his ESPN contract. So, pretty smart to do that, you know, and good of ESPN to allow him to do that.
1: Well, and and I'm glad you mentioned that because I was kind of wondering because there's a, I don't, there's, I'm thinking of a team that I'm not really liking their backups a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's I oh, do they play tonight? Yeah, they do actually. They do. Okay, so right. That narrows it down to two. Just in case right, right. And it's the one that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play uh, yeah, for. Yeah, right, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, best of luck to him. That's going to be fun to watch. Uh, we'll see if we can get Rob on with us at some point. Mr. Uh, media Mogul uh, Robert Griffin the Third, going to work for ESPN. Rangers and uh, Angels are playing right now. We'll keep you up updated on that score uh, you remember J.r. Richard uh, big tall pitcher for the uh, Houston Astros
1: he was uh, one of my childhood heroes
0: well I'm before. sorry to be the one to tell you he oh, passed man. away today at the age of 71 71 remember his career was cut short by that stroke
1: yes I, I, I was about to say you know he already had he was on pace to be one of the one of the greats I mean he was just absolutely amazing to watch I was probably um, he was on the team. I, uh, when I had a second cousin that played backup shortstop briefly for the uh, Astros. Yeah. Oh, and really? Yeah. And uh, so I was a huge J.R. Richard fan. Yeah. And, then, you know, of course, that happened with the stroke. And, yeah. Uh, Do yeah. I
0: remember it right? I mean, I remember him as a big, tall guy. He
1: was. He was a big guy. That's what yes. I thought.
0: Okay. And I didn't he know
1: threw... Oh,
0: Heat. He did. St- uh, led the league in strikeouts twice. Yes. So, yes. yeah, threw really hard. I don't know if I just remembered it, you know, bigger than life uh, of him being such a big guy, but that's yeah, the way I know, remember him.
1: you know, now that I think about it, but no, I'm pretty sure he was, you know, 6'2", so two, 230, yeah. something like that, or yeah. maybe even bigger, but yeah. he was a... He was a, I'm pretty sure he was a very large man. So J.R. Richard uh,
0: passed away uh, today at the age of 71. All right, Matt Mosley is coming up next. Matt is in here from uh, 3 to 4. Tom Barfield is in here 4 to 6 today. So stay tuned for uh, all of that coming up the remainder of the afternoon. Before we move out of here, want to mention uh, some birthdays today. Um, and uh, let's see, it's Phil Lakin's birthday, great Baylor man. Happy birthday to uh, Phil. Uh, it is Kelly Muncy's birthday. That is Max Muncy's better half. Kelly, uh, uh, the wife of the Dodgers uh, All-Star Max Muncie. Happy birthday to Kelly Muncie today. Mm, Blake Mayberry's uh, birthday is today. Happy birthday to Blake, uh, formerly with uh, Baylor Track and Field. Um, Brad King's birthday is today. Uh, happy birthday to, uh, to Brad and still looking still looking uh let's see oh it's bubba hicks birthday today uh, david hicks um is a former if you call him bubba you know that he was a former kicker with baylor football if you call him david hicks is former uh, uh banker um very professional uh banker here in central texas so whatever you call him bubba or And we're going to move out of here and make room for Matt Mosley. Coming in, top of the hour, Matt will take you from 3 to 4. Then Tom Barfield and Ward Weitz are in from 4 to 6 for game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Again, the Rangers in action right now. We'll keep you updated on that. Thanks to Paul Jobson, who was on with us. Paul, Baylor soccer coach. They are practicing. Their exhibition opener is is one week away. The season opens in two weeks. Uh, And we appreciate him being on with us. Thanks for tuning in. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas.
2: John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson. Presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Being a
5: letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems. I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over
3: 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way.
5: The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do and lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what
0: we
1: can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store.
5: The Good Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's.
4: When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on.